1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. The Challenge, Season 38, The Challenge, Ride or Dies, Cast Preview, Picks, Fantasy Game. We got it all going on. To help me break this all down, it's usually just Rob McIntyre, the purveyor of the Custy Awards, but I wanted to bring on his podcasting partner. Now, he does have two podcasting partners, but Trace Armstrong's on the line with me, along with Rob McIntyre. Uh, too early for Devin, right? Challenge Chronicles?
2: Well, either too early or he's in Tijuana or Sorrento, Italy, so he's not going to have internet connection anyways.
3: Yeah, it's bad internet connection. Trace, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Finally, this is exciting. Yeah, it's not
2: that
1: exciting.
3: It's like really early in the morning (laughs) on a weekend. Fair enough. But see, I I watch all of your master's coverage this year, and I found myself just like, I'm working, and I find this thing streaming the whole time. I'm like, man, this is really fun. So I'm excited to be on the Pat Mayo Experience.
1: Well, if people don't know, they should subscribe to the Challenge Chronicles. I am not going to be providing the... Recaps for the shows moving forward i'm very busy during football season but i'll be listening to the challenge chronicles you should be doing that too they also have a patreon for extra content but i want to jump into this are we i'm not excited about this season rob at all i I think i'm like challenge burnt out from two all-stars challenge usa like the last two seasons of like the main show have been terrible
2: i i don't know how i feel i think it could have some potential if they just don't like screw it up like if they just kind of let, let this thing play out and don't mess with it too much i think it could be okay i mean i get what you said you're saying though between the usa and the documentary and all stars three and then all stars two like it's just it's been a lot and it's been a lot of behind the scenes nonsense as well so i feel like i could use a month or so break between the documentary and this
3: did you guys Chris, You watch the documentary i've watched most of it yes um uh... I really enjoyed parts one and two, parts three and four.
1: <laughs> I watched parts five and six. There was like some good stuff at like the end of six, but they're pretty crappy. Yeah.
2: Pretty it's, what, it's kind of what you expected, right? Like the fact they don't even mention Coral or mention Evelyn. Like there's just people that they can, there's some people I make, it makes sense. They would just kind of walk over. But those are the really important people. They don't talk about at all. It feels like they like, it seems like the show thinks the most important moments are all from total nine is final reckoning or like double agents like they're all from like the three of the past four seasons which just is not the case so there's the issues you would expect i mean i there's a bunch of people on there that i do really like and just like hearing from like you know uh, so i that, that that's been appealing to me but largely i have not paid that much attention to
1: it so rob do you have like i i think you created a link for me for the fantasy game but do you guys have a fantasy game can i just join that one instead
2: uh, you, we could just do that if you want. If you just wanted to put our link for the link for the league in the show. So the thing is, we usually go through at least two leagues. Like I feel like each we put one up, we go through. Yeah, we yeah, usually
1: them. release the show like two weeks before the season starts, not two days before the season starts.
2: <laughs> uh, we've got we've got some more time. It's like a week still, right? Well, it's Wednesday. Should, never mind. I don't know when we're releasing this, so I shouldn't say anything.
1: No, it's gonna be the season starts in like two days, right? No, it starts on the fifteenth, doesn't it, Trace?
3: Yeah. So. Like this coming Wednesday. Yeah, this coming Wednesday.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a time time. This isn't coming out today as we're recording this. This one I can hold for a little bit. So we'll get two days of action out of this one. So hit the description of this video, of this podcast. You can find the link to the Fantasy League. Uh, It's like DraftKings style. You nominate, like actually like DraftKings showdown style. You have a captain, they score bonus points, and you have to fill out a salary cap. I, I don't really care to go through like who's the most expensive. I think we can figure that out. Is it Johnny Bananas,
2: Rob? Yes, the most expensive players are is a tie between Johnny Bananas and the returning Laurel Stucky. Uh, so they're, so they're, they're the two most expensive, as you might expect, with Turbo coming in just behind.
1: I, I like that Like you're very professional, so you're using like the last names of people. If you say Laurel and we're doing a show of the challenge, I think they might know who you're talking
2: well, about. Well, you never know. There could be a new Laurel who's coming
1: on. Trace, are you pumped for this or what?
3: You know, uh... To quote our broadcasting partner, Devin, this feels like bloodlines two electric boogaloo. (laughs) Um, The difference though, uh, I am cautiously optimistic. I wouldn't say excited. There are more interesting veterans coming around this time than there were last season with spies, lies and allies. There are also some debuting people that they've wanted to have on for a while, and it hasn't worked out due to COVID or other random things. And so the the bar is low for this to be a good season i mean pretty low but there is opportunity for them to at least crank out a decent season here with the cast they have the my
1: one issue with this like i looked at the cast list this morning and i'm like i think i know who's gonna win oh i've already called it
2: i, well, I re- said you're picking Packers? trace and i are on the same boat here
1: uh i i think it just comes down to bananas and nani or devin and tori like one of those two teams is gonna win
2: yeah that's been our I, I i would pick tori and devin to win with donnie and nani i don't know i think they're very 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 good chance to make the final i think they have a good shot of winning too i i see two ways this can go i feel like either a one of these Veterans that we know is really good. Also, it's a good-looking partner. Like maybe Fessy's partner is also really good. Maybe Turbo's partner is also really good. Maybe Laura's partner is also really good. Or it just goes to one of these vet vet pairs. And I just think Tony and Devin are far and away the most balanced pair for for any situation. I mean, these, again, these finals all have all these issues. So maybe just something will happen and somebody random will win. But I mean, with Devin's puzzle doing ability, and it's like if he gets to the final and it's all the vet vet pairs, so he just has to outrun like Anisa and Nani. I think you can do that. So that, that's that's kind of where this comes down for me.
1: What's the case with Jordan being Anissa's partner? Did I miss something, or like they pals now?
2: Uh, so Jordan was originally supposed to be paired with Naya. That's the report. Is that Jordan and I were going to be a pair, and they were going to be like a mercenary pair that comes in after like episode four. But then Naya had some issue with her, some like vaping issue where she couldn't pass health protocol. She had to go. I don't know some weird thing where she had to go to the hospital. And then Anissa's partner also could not go. She's so like, okay, we've got Jordan lying around, we've got Anissa lying around. We'll make up some five-second thing with the interactive ones, and then they're gonna be ride or dies. So yeah, I mean it'll make for an interesting pair just because Anissa and Tori are best friends. And obviously Tori and Jordan were engaged and are no longer. And then there's also Turbo on this season. So I think it'll make for a lot of drama, even if their pairing is not actually like a ride or die pairing.
3: Yeah, Jordan and Tori have not actually seen each other in person since their engagement ended. So really? yeah no they i read an interview with jordan yesterday where he was talking about it he's like i almost said no and then he basically went oh fuck it let's do it
1: i mean that's yeah. that, that that sounds like him and it's the nice. way that i would think about it but like this has to be worst case scenario right for jordan in this of like you can bring him to oh the finals yeah.
2: He he can't yeah. win I mean, again, unless if it's like the USA final where a bunch of things break and people quit and like they're just the last people standing, I don't know how he does here. I even I even think from Anissa's perspective, if you were looking at like a super elite guy to pair with, I don't even think Jordan's a good pairing because Jordan's big strengths like oh he's really good at running. It's like okay, well Jordan can't just like leave Anissa behind. He needs she needs to come with him. Any sort of like thing where you need to like help carry your partner like that way, that's going to be a disaster. Um, he's not great at puzzles which would be a, a way for him to win a bunch of things He's also like any agility things like Jordan's great at that and he is not so that's a disaster too I just I mean, Trace you've been on the bandwagon a lot you think they're going to be able to hang around the whole season I just have a hard time seeing Jordan and Tori just playing ball for the whole year like are they really just going like, to hang around in the house and be chill with each other
3: I don't know that they'll be fully chill with each other but I mean you and Devin disagree with me here but If I'm Johnny Bananas and I am one of the smartest strategic players to ever play this game, I am riding or dying with Anissa and Jordan all the way to the final and I'm doing everything I can to protect them because you know that Anissa is not going to finish a final. So you pretty much have eliminated a team before you even start the final. So why wouldn't you do that?
2: My thing is, he's not really like done that in the past. His game plan is just typically like, okay, we're going to take all the four four or five best teams. We're all going to work together. We probably have some off screen deal that people don't know about on TV. And we're just going to get to the final. One of us is going to win. We're going to split them. That's what he's done. And if you look at Rivals 3 with Vincent Jenna, what he was from Evan and Kenny back in the day, that's always been his game. And Wes is much more the player to me that would be like, okay, let's get these layups and keep them around so that we can use the people to beat in the final. It's also like, I don't know, he's easy it's going to be for him or anybody else to do that really like there's a lot of these pairings that have pretty solid connections on this cast that's gonna be a pretty big group and if they're just like bad and someone wants an easy team for elimination i think that they pick them
1: who do we like is like any of these like rando teams like amber b is back with chouncey that's quite i think
2: he'll be pretty good and i, I think she certainly got her strengths i think they could actually be uh, pretty solid here um Of the rookie-rookie pairs, the one who stuck out to me was Horatio and Olivia. They just both have a somewhat decent athletic back, and I think they could be competent. Horatio's all over the trailer. Um Johnny Middlebrooks is so is somebody who's been rumored to be on the show for six or seven seasons now. So he and his partner Raven could also be pretty competent. Tommy Horat- and
3: Annalise are the people I'm watching, I think, just because it's a really interesting pairing. They've wanted Annalise for a while, too. and. Yeah. I think that that is an interesting one. I think the biggest joke pair is Nam and this Emmy Russ person. They I literally mean, met, they met, met at, at the airport, airport when yeah. they showed up and their rider dies because Nam wouldn't submit them a partner. Why they keep casting a guy who won't even send them a partner. I just, I don't understand it.
2: I mean, maybe he's, drunk. it's gotta be agents one or something like that. Right. That's what I think it is. There's, like, some Rich Paul or Mina Raiola-esque figure who's – these guys all agent, and they have a really strong connection with the show. So that's how Nan gets on. That's how Annalise has been rumored to be on the past seven seasons. Like, that's how these things get done.
1: Okay, who, who is Annalise? She's from Big Brother?
2: She's from Big Brother. She was a for collegiate soccer player. She has an athletic background. She was, On that show, she was kind of like – almost like a Johanna figure, oh, where she oh. was just an ex- – well, just unless she was, like, an accessory to the main alliance, but didn't, like, do much of her own stuff. She just kind of partnered up with them and hung around. I mean, her partner seems pretty small, too. I think she could be good, like, in a vacuum, but I don't know how much she's going to – and maybe Casey and Festy have enough pool to be able to keep some of those people around. But well, I think they could definitely be a target.
1: Like, outside of, like, the vet-vet pairs, we got Darrell and yeah. Veronica, Nani and Bananas, Anisa and Jordan. Are we, are we calling Sam? A vet? I feel like I feel like he's He's been in my life. He's
3: Uh, been he's been mentioned on screen. I I, I don't
2: I don't I think they're kind of DLA this season. Like Kayla, I I know Kayla's tight with Nani supposedly, but I think Nani's got other priorities now. She doesn't know that many other people on this cast. Like her next best connection is like Veronica. They don't know what her partner is going to be up to. I just uh, I'm not high on her prospects.
1: All right, and then devin and Tori. So it just feels like if you have a vet vet pair the chances of you going to the finals are 50-50.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. What do we think happens to some of these vets that have had a lot of pull in the past but don't have the other veteran paired with them? Like what about Casey and her brother or Laurel? She'll be fine.
1: Like between, I would say Casey and Kenny, that's her brother? That's her brother. Yeah, so like they'll be fine because they'll be with Nani and Bananas and that'll be it. And They'll ride to the final. Are Devin and Tori going to work with Bananas? Yes. I definitely think so,
2: yeah.
1: 100%. all right, so those are three of the teams in the finals. Well, who's the fourth? <laughs> Jordan and Anissa. Uh,
2: I, I, I think Nelson and his partner are in a good spot here. Nelson yeah. and his partner? What? I mean, I, Nelson was not, he, there was not a whisper of him going into elimination last season. Nobody yeah. even brought it up. Yeah, was that was last year. To... You got Bananas here now. He's friends with Bananas now.
1: For, okay, Bananas is friends with everybody on this cast set.
2: <laughs> no, he's, I think he's closer with Nelson than he is like Fessy and Casey.
1: Yeah, but he's partnered with Naughty.
2: Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I, think Nadia, I think Nelson will be in a, a good position. Uh, maybe that's just me and my biased Nelson-isms, but I, I think he'll be in an okay spot
3: here. He's going to be in an okay spot. So the way you have to think about Nelson is, he's not going to be part of the core alliance, but if he is part of the core alliance, he's the team at the bottom of the core alliance. And Nuries is going to have to do the impossible. Rob, Statman, how many challenges, dailies in a row has Nelson lost?
2: I think it's 31. Yeah, he lost in a row now. Like, yeah, it's, it's like since Vendetta's.
3: He's not going to have an ability to have power at any point. So, like, I just think he's, that's bad luck, a
2: lot of it. I mean, he's like, was it was the team seasons were part of last season that he he can't buy one? Or he's just bad at them.
3: I, mean, all, your ca- I,
2: I always
1: forgot your captain excuses. Like, oh, it's just bad luck. <laughs> 31 in a row? Oh, I mean,
2: I just think it's just a lot of. I look, so I'll tell him it's certainly his own fault, but I think there's a lot of like random chance that's also gone against Nelson's
3: way. But then you also crazy. He
2: makes a final last season. He's in like a team season crap. He can't he can stumble into a win somewhere.
3: No, it's 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 very much that same perspective of if you flip the other side of I like Captain Excuses by the way, Pat. I'm going to remember that one. Uh, Anissa finds a way to win daily missions every season, and she's arguably one of the worst physical competitors on the show right now.
2: I think Anissa just has really strong strengths and weaknesses, and her weaknesses prevent her from doing anything in the final.
1: Yeah, I I would want her there. What, do we know anything about Turbo's partner or why Turbo is back?
2: Uh, I mean, I think he's back. He's been getting, I don't, he's such an interesting situation. Cause he's one of the people who like, oh, he's like rumored to not be allowed on the show anymore. Cause there's an altercation with production. Well, and then you know, of course he comes back on.
1: Trace, you have like this inside info. Is anyone actually banned from the challenge?
3: The answer to that is no, there is no official bans on anyone on the challenge. Now, what there is, is they put people in timeout for a while. And if you are a marketable person that they feel is worth coming back, they will find a way to bring you back. Um, And a lot of the reason really just comes down to how much bad PR do you want? But there's no one that's really banned from the show. They just try not to call attention to certain people unless they feel like they can make some money on them.
2: And it's also like, when I would assume when they're casting somebody, they'll go, okay, what's the pros and cons of casting any individual cast members? If You have this dark stuff in your past, like Camilla, for example, that's going to come up in the cons section. Usually that's going to outweigh any sort of pros they're bringing to the table compared to anybody, mm-hmm. everybody else they can bring. And yep. I suppose with Turbo, that the, he, he's kind of passed that by. I mean... He, he's a really interesting one to walk from because like, this partner is good. I mean, they could be dominant in missions and eliminations. I and mean, we haven't seen an elimination. I assume he'd be very good in elimination. He won yeah. the hardest final history of the show. Like, but it's also just, I mean, you, you would assume that they're going to be doing everything they can to get him out of that.
3: Yeah. And really to answer the rest of your question, Pat, the other thing that you really have to look at is really not logic when it comes to why you wouldn't cast certain people. It's really more is how loud is Twitter going to be in outrage about it? Yeah, but so, does anyone actually care about that? I don't, I don't but I, there are people I that make decisions a, that do.
2: I don't know if I agree with that. I think I mean, they're
1: by like social media pushback, but you got to remember, these people who are like, I don't know, getting all triggered on social media are not a large majority of the audience. They're just <laughs> that, weirdos.
2: <laughs> it's also like that sphere is so small and it can seem very vociferous and powerful if you're in it. But, like, I mean, if you look at the actual number of people who watch the show compared to the people who are, like, on Challenge Twitter or Challenge Reddit or whatever, it's very small. Like, it's not a big majority. Most, of, most of, I feel like I know people who, like, watch the show, and it's just like, oh, it's, like, on the background. Like, they're not, like, on Twitter stuff checking. They don't even know who half these people are. So, I, I think that gets somewhat overblown as a factor in their decision. Like, I think a lot of it's, when well, they want to bring one the people cast members on, it's how they're going to affect our product while we're filming it. Like, are other people not going to like them being on? Are they going to have issues with production that are going to make them difficult to work with? I think that's a bigger factor than what happened on Twitter.
3: Yeah, and that's why Cara Maria is not around. You know, there's two reasons why Cara Maria is not around. One, she thinks that her price tag is higher than it actually is. And two, on War of the Worlds 2, she was borderline uncooperative to work with production. She was hard to get confessionals out of. She spent the rest of the time in a bed reading a book, and productions like you're not worth the price tag you're asking. If this is how you're going to behave on the show, I think she'd be worth it now. Well, I agree with you. I think she and Polly should have been on this cast. Like if they
2: bring out her and Polly after episode like five or six this season, I would have been all over
3: that. Yeah, like they they missed it. Do you think they're gonna blow this
1: out for season forty? Eh,
2: I mean, I I don't know. My my thing is, I like they should you should every time you step up to that as production, you should be trying to hit a home run. You shouldn't be like, oh, let's like. Yeah, save but Rob, or...
1: Rob, you you think like you being guy who watches show, I know how stuff is produced. It's not how stuff's produced.
2: I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't see why it's like, oh, we're gonna like save our A plus product for season forty. Because that's what they'll D- do.
3: Because they can promote that's, it. Easy. Well, like,
2: uh, this show might be canceled before then. Then, if you're not gonna keep no. bringing up B minus and C plus products.
3: Yeah. This show isn't getting canceled anytime soon.
2: Look, I know that it's been pretty borne out that the quality of the show it doesn't really reflect itself in the ratings. I mean, maybe it just doesn't matter. My thing is like, if you're like, oh, this is like our, we have like these aces in the hole, like Cara and Polly and these other veterans, people like Sion need a really good format, something that actually makes sense. Uh, to put on the show if you have that just who cares what's about it being a round number of a season put it out now I, I don't want to i don't care if it's season 40 season 38 season 36 and a half like just throw it out now I, if they if they have a plus one after sleep i
1: mean that's not, that's not what they do you know that's not what they do mm-hmm.
2: but i don't see why like it's who cares if it's a round number season, oh, season well, rob or you,
1: you don't spend it. much time in the old marketing business or the content business
2: do you oh. I mean, I I don't know if I agree with that. So, why? Okay,
1: okay, explain to me how you do then.
2: I'm an accessory to your show, and then I have other. I mean, do you you look at me like that? I, I... okay, fine. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't see why just that season. They decided thousands of years ago we're gonna make the tenth interval a round number that's gonna like go up, and so it's double digits now. The fact that it happens to end on season 40. Oh, now we're gonna have a good show. Like. What is that? What's that about? Like, if you can have the capability to put on a good show, I don't care what number season it is, and I don't see why they should either. It's just a, a marketing thing that oh, we can market it as season four to have all these sets back. Yes, that yeah, is exa- and that is exactly what they can I, do, I, I, and
1: yeah. and you can conserve your budget for these two seasons and overspend
2: on that one.
3: Yeah, that's just, a they lot. Cost it cost that much
1: more
2: than these. Yes. Certain- Mm-hmm. i don't know that they do these rookies have all these followers on instagram all of this cameo money like if they, i mean if they bring all these vets and so they're just like sitting around at home i don't know if that costs that much you well, really have does, no idea
3: do you <laughs> it really does cost that much because you have to entice these people who are sitting at home you have to make the dollar figure you offer them worth their while to show up why are they able to get some of the hard to get vets on all-stars because they only have to film for four weeks you know if you are gonna like I'm challenge super fan. Okay. I've been a fan of this show since day one. If they made the offer for the main show and this would never happen, by the way, I'm not delusional for all of you listening and watching, but if they made the offer, they would have to make me a pretty damn good offer to leave my wife and kid for 10 weeks to go be miserable in another country where I can't do anything, but eat food and argue with people.
1: I, I would completely agree. And I think for season 40, if you're talking about like money, like they're going to throw money at the Miz to try to come back. Like that's what they're going to try to do for season 40.
2: I don't know if that will
3: happen. Yeah, it will happen
1: either, but it's going to require a fuck ton of money to do it.
3: <laughs> yeah. And so you think about it this way, Rob, from a marketing budget and production standpoint, you use 38 to bring some of these vets back to the main show. Hence you see Jordan, you see Darrell, Veronica, Bananas. Next season, I wouldn't put any of those people on the show. I would bring back some other vets and sprinkle them in. That way, when you get to season 40, you can bring all of those people back, and then you can maybe even go deeper in the well in the All-Stars casting, bring in the Derek Kaczynskis, the Mark Longs, whatnot, and have one last big hoorah for season 40, and then that is really going to be like the retirement point for a lot of people that do the main show.
1: I'm just throwing this out here. I love the guy. He's been on the show. Like him a lot. Do we ever need to see Derek Kaczynski on the challenge again?
2: I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing most of the people they have now. I'd be curious also, too, if you put him in an environment that's not him and his cronies, if he's in more of, like, a West Wolf. I guess, like, in more of a, a resistance role, like, where he's not part of the dominant alliance. I think yeah, that's gonna be something
3: interesting. if you if he would have to get in there and be the Derek Kaczynski where he's got to fight from underneath, that would be entertaining. The problem is, is, like, it's the, it's the same thing that happens in any job. You start out hungry because you're at the bottom, but once you become the top of the social pyramid, you're less hungry. And so you're not as entertaining as you were when you started on the show. And that's not his fault. That's just the natural evolution. It's a once in a lifetime character, like a Johnny Bananas or a Wes that can be at the top of the food chain and still make it entertaining and fighting from underneath. And I think one of
2: the issues they've run into is, I feel like casting, a lot of it's how they all blend together. Not necessarily how good any individual cast member is. And the way they have cast all these seasons, it's just like, okay, 80% of these people are going to work together. They're going to just continue to throw in. The other 20% There's a very clear food chain that's very predictable throughout the season, which I think is a lot of the issue. Do you think Fessy's partner is going to be any good? Yeah, I I think she'll be good. She, She... I mean, she seemed like he was in good shape. He also, he looked pretty thin. Like, not, not thin like that. Like, he just looks trim. Like, he's, like, cut some weight. It was, like, put a bit more cardio in. Like, you don't know how Zach came on on, like, Final Reckoning, and he was just cut compared to before. He was a little bit, like, a little bit too big for some finals. Seems like Fessy's been on that diet. So, I, I think if she's good, they're a very strong threat to win.
1: Yeah, when Zach was on free agents and he cramped up, it's because he was too large. He had too yeah. much muscle. And then, yeah, he did come back trim down a little bit I, I see i think Turbo's screwed here and i think Turbo's screwed because jordan's with anisa if jordan wasn't with anisa everyone would go after jordan to knock him out but since he's with anisa they're just going to go after turbo to knock him out
2: yeah i mean that's that's true because he is kind of he's just such clear public enemy number one right like he doesn't know and all the people he worked with on seasons. none of them are on there's no paulie no theo no 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 west no hunter i mean not yeah sure not but not also like I don't know. Casey's an exception. but I feel like Nani is not the type that like, oh, I have these people and I'm not going to like go over everybody else as well as to keep them around. Like Nani is, I think, going to be She's for one, she's got like half the cast she's best friends with apparently. So I don't know where he's going to fall on that priority list. And it's also like if, the, if her group of friends like want to do something and Turbo happens to be their sipping of that, it's going to have to get in at some point. So I don't know how much she'll be able to stick out her neck for him.
3: Yeah, and- I think the other public enemy number one is Laurel. Like, I don't feel like she's going to be long for this world. I think her one ally is Johnny Bananas. Laurel off the show is this super sweet, nice person. On the show, she becomes like this robo-Terminator type person who just tries to run over everybody, including her political allies. And I just don't see this season playing out well for her.
1: I can see that. I I just feel like all we know about Turbo at this point, whether people like him, don't like him, I don't think that matters. The one thing that sticks with him is that he's going to win the final if he gets there. Yeah. And if his partner like, yeah. is capable, that's good
2: enough. And it's a type of thing where it's like, his partner's either A, capable, and then you really have to get them out, or B, not that capable, and then, well, we might as well put them in elimination anyways and get rid of them. Like, right? Yeah. So I just, I, I think he's in a very tough position. I mean, I think he actually score a lot of points while he's on. Like, I will say, look, he's... He's combative enough where he'll be on TV if he's in um, a fighting position. It'll be interesting, too, if he has thrown in a couple of times. I actually seen him in elimination. We haven't seen that yet yeah. the two times he was on. So it, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm very happy to actually cast him again. I, I didn't think that they would. It, it seemed like the only world of the world's one rookie that they want to bring back is Josh, who's not actually not on this season.
3: They tried so. really hard to get him on this and it didn't work out. So, yeah. but Turbo, he has the ability with his just freakish athletic ability. He could put his partner in the bananas backpack and run the final. Like yeah. that's how strong he is. So, him being public enemy number one is 100% spot on. And then yeah i won't go into psychoanalyzing the trailer i floated this on our show i don't know how you feel about psychoanalyzing trailers
1: <laughs> i think that you can glean some of it i mean i i which one did you watch i don't think i watched the second one but the, the first super one Super trailer oh, yeah, the, the only one that i saw just it led off with nani like this entire season is being built to nani winning whether uh, she wins or not i don't know but she's going to come
2: close she'll come she's close like, the casting nerds were like, how, what's the best way we can get Devin, Anissa, or Nani away? Right? Like, that's what they were doing. When the do
1: they was. care about getting a knee? Who cares about getting
2: a Nisa They totally
1: she do. The they 100% the
2: do. Graceable. She was on the Grace All Time segment. She's hosting the podcast. She's been like, every oh, season she, for the past four seasons.
3: She's not hosting the podcast anymore, though, temporarily, because well, she, she was filming when they were doing the recent oh, episodes. That,
2: that podcast is bad, by
1: the it's way. It's
3: really bad.
2: With Tori and Anissa?
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that shouldn't be surprising. I don't know. But... <laughs> it's got good production that, but it's an mtv production so it is i learning. think you have to
2: look at it for like i feel like watching that podcast I like watching state media from like you know yeah, like wh- why would
3: you ever want to watch that <laughs> well like, it's
2: interesting to hear how they spin things to me like oh like how like or and sometimes they will actually like reveal stuff that happened on the show that like they probably don't want them to talk about but like that's where we found out that like oh on the spot that's an ally spinal uh production number pointed kyle and pori in the wrong direction so they like ended up on the bottom of this cliff instead of running the final correctly when they were ahead. So yeah. I mean, you do get interesting stuff out of, out of that yeah.
3: sometimes. Colin Tory would have beat CT and Casey to the safes had they not been pointed the wrong direction. So it's very much... I mean, that could also be Torrey's spin. So you have to take all that kind of stuff with a grain of salt. But I believe it. I've watched the last three finals. It's a shit show. They don't know what the hell they're doing half the time. Watching that Challenge USA final, I still don't know that anyone legitimately won other than Danny.
1: Yeah, I... I I mean, I actually liked that season. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I quite, I quite did. I too. enjoyed wow.
3: Challenge USA. I thought it was actually really good for what it was.
1: Yeah. So I, the I, last, I, the last few seasons have been really good. Like All Stars Three was really good till yeah. the final, uh, and the final was fine actually. Like I don't, I don't mind. All
3: Stars Three was fine. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I think that
2: that better. final compared to the rest of them is significantly better. What's that? Yep. The All Stars Three final compared to like USA or All Stars Two is worlds
1: better. Yeah. Like especially if you don't have.
2: Do we need to try to kill everyone in the final? No. <laughs> it's also like, I mean, like with that, with the USA one, like there's like this stuff where it's like, oh, they weren't telling them what clothes to wear. So they're all like freezing, like, freezing their hands. i like, that's not what we want. I don't want to like see who wins based on who picks the right gloves to wear in a final, right? Like, that's not compelling to me. So to I me, mean, just like, like I wouldn't just do like the rivals to final again. Like, just do yeah. that. That seems doable for them. And that it's that is... not going to end with people dead.
3: That yeah, is the ru- gold standard of finals, as Rivals too.
2: Yeah,
1: for not outrageous finals. And it made a lot of yeah. sense because you had everything. Like, Eid the Ruins final was very much in the same vein, too, where it was all in one place and you had to, like, run around the outside. The War of the Worlds one was kind of the same way. It's just you had to run 28 miles or something <laughs> insane.
2: I mean, that one, that one, the problem with that one is just that they didn't, like, do, they, they like, did them. the one winner thing that they did all, all the time, which they also like, killed them. They did. They, they did also kill them. I mean, Georgia was literally like you know, almost comatose state, it seemed like, when they brought her out on that ambulance. If,
3: if they feel sorry enough for the cast that they start hooking them up to IVs going to a new checkpoint, you've gone too far.
2: <laughs> Watching that final is, like, remember in the middle of that final, Hunter and Ninja do the illumination with, like, the tires behind the truck? And it was very clear that they were supposed to be, like, riding the tires. But, like, we're going to, like, kill them. <laughs> so they're just, like, holding the tires from behind. 100 is still, like, I can't even walk anymore. Like, I- I'm just done. I can't do this.
1: Kara and Polly are a big miss. Where was Kara in the documentary? If Polly was going to be
2: <sighs> I mean, they, she... They, who, just, <laughs> there's some of that stuff I feel like we, people will talk about like they know. We just don't. Like, it's interpersonal. There, so we're just not aware of. Yeah, I mean, they might just, She might just... I think that they both have different standards. If I was just guessing, I would assume Cara is like, if I'm going to come back on for the documentary, I want to come back on and full. Like, I want to be on the documentary, on to the next season. I want to have, because we know that there are all these multi-season contracts they do agree to. But she's probably like, oh, I want some like multi, this is what I'm guessing. She wants some like multi-term agreement. She wants an appreciable amount of money for her years of service on the show and how much she feels she's worth. And production's like, no, we just want you to like this little thing and then we'll scale you up potentially. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then she doesn't do
3: it. That's what I you You nailed exactly everything I've heard from a couple sources. Like it just, it's unbelievable to me that, I mean, I understand it from her perspective though. She's going to give herself a year in the life of the challenge. Cause that's basically what you do when you sign these contracts, you're basically signing your right to a life away for a year. Cause if you sign a multi-season contract, you're going to be filming like 20 ish weeks out of the year. And then on top of that, you've also got to fly and do two reunions, potentially these things like a documentary. And so if you're going to dedicate yourself to that, Cara thinks her price tag is higher than it is. And from her perspective, I actually don't disagree with her. You want to get the best deal you can, but you also need to have a realistic number.
1: Well,
0: how, much you, how, much, how much do
1: you think that she makes off instagram selling vibrators i'm dead serious <laughs> <laughs>
3: more yeah. than you would think but not that much i would guess it's probably in the six figures that's I mean, probably any, pretty accurate with any
2: of these people on instagram or cameo like it seems like they're all bringing at, at six like at least eight a month eight figures a month right
3: you say eight figures a month
2: no, not eight, five, me, sorry, no, no, I yeah. no, say, no, eight figures a month. Excuse me. There you go.
3: No, yeah, I was about to say eight figures a month. I would be not, retired, not, and you'd places. never see my happy ass again. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: <five> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, they're all John money. Like, it, it's a very that's the thing with being on the show, right? It's like okay, you can get like the appearance you for coming on or whatever. But if you're like moderately attractive or have a moderately appealing personality, you can just go back home and film cameos and take pictures of yourself with protein powder on Instagram, and you're raking in the money.
3: Yeah, I mean, look at Morgan Willet from Big Brother and World of Worlds 1, okay? She did three seasons of reality TV. She has almost a million followers on Instagram and she literally makes her living traveling and posting fashion stuff. And she does like her own little workout thing. Like she's easily in the mid six figures a year from Instagram leveraging what she got from the show. So more power to her on that. You know, and she's been able to hold her audience from doing those shows.
1: I'm just surprised we haven't seen more of the old timers come back because of that. Maybe they're too old to want to get into it. But the earning potential now for a challenge cast member is like a hundredfold what it was 10 years ago. Yeah, like even like, like, like I was following Kenny on Instagram. I think he like I don't know if he like runs a gym in New York or he owns a gym in New York. That's very unclear. He's in great shape, by the way. Mm-hmm. But like, imagine if he was just still on the show, how big that gym would be. Yeah, well, it's still like, pretty big.
2: Yeah, I'm he's, sure. it is. he's still like on cameo from like twelve second cameos, which people really happy birthday. So he's still making a, a little bit of money on the side. That is an interesting. I haven't thought about it that way. That is an interesting point, though. I wonder if just. So in these old timers just old, and they don't realize the potential. F- well, for one, it's like from their perspective. I, mean, I think a lot of it is also production's just not willing to bring them on for whatever reason. Again, I think the agency is a big part. I really do think the agency thing is just the uncovered black box of the show. That's the reason why a lot of these people get on. So, I, I th- some of it I do think is just on the show not wanting to bring them on. That is, that is a good point though, and if random like Janelle decided to come on the main show again and was moderately popular. She just goes back home and a bunch of cameos and she's making money for doing that.
3: Yeah. And I think some people just don't want to do the spotlight thing. You know, I think a lot of these cast members, they've been away from reality TV long enough. They're like in Janelle's case, she's, um, like a nurse or a physician's yep. assistant or something. But she was going to do this season. She was, but she turned it down um, because she couldn't make filming dates work. She was supposed to be Banana's partner. Like Banana's had two other partners before he eventually wound up with Nani. It was Janelle and then um Emily Schram. Emily Schram was the other one. That's that's fair. fair. That I'll that's why they that didn't is. do it is they were like this just isn't fair if it's Banana. We're just handing Banana's a check if if he if she's his I partner. I the
2: thing is with like, designing these finals. I don't think anyone's like a guarantee.
1: Now you anymore. see, you always say that, Rob. Like, there's a reason that won seven times.
2: <laughs> well, but I think he won, like, he won a lot of those when the finals were, for one, a little bit different. The okay, then why does so CT different? win every time now? Well, uh, I mean, because the Cats number never decided to vote him in, even though they very much <laughs> should, I guess. Yeah,
1: and then you put him in the final, he's going to win. hmm
2: Our next partner has a product
1: I literally use every single day. I started taking athletic greens because I felt like I didn't have time to put together a super healthy breakfast every single morning. So I'd wake up, I'd feel logy, and then all of a sudden, like my next four hours were just like pounding coffee into myself. I started taking athletic greens in the morning because so I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good, gave me more energy, and optimized my immune system. Then all of a sudden, feeling great all the time with athletic greens. It made such a notable difference that my wife Started doing it as well. So now we have to order two packs of Athletic Greens every single time. Well, worth it. And it's lifestyle friendly because it takes absolutely no time to put together and you can just pound it back. Athletic Greens is a small micro habit that has big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day that takes care of yourself. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com/slash mayo. Again, That's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
3: But to kind of close the loop on, like, you know, some cast members, like, I truly believe Leroy would still be around if the medical care and the disability insurance from the show was existing at all. Like, that's a big factor in this. And it's something that a lot of people discount. Leroy almost died on, was it Vendetta's? Oh, when he hit that
2: car. When he
3: hit that car, like, he was unconscious in the water face down. And the fact that he even came back after that season was kind of shocking to me. But that's a lot of the reason one of the people you mentioned, Pat, isn't back. They've offered that person to come back and turned it down because the insurance for long-term disability is not good. And so like Kenny has an existing back injury. He's constantly getting treatments on his back. If he was to get hurt on the show, then he can't earn in his daily life after the show. So Mm -hmm. he would essentially be taking one check, Mm -hmm. one season for potentially a lifetime of disability if he really truly hurts his back. So those are the types of things that a lot of people don't take into account. Of why isn't so and so back? Well, stuff like that.
2: Well, it's also like you see on USA where Leo can't like has his girlfriend calling him because the credit card machines aren't working or whatever. And then you also see like later in the season where they went up to Ben and was like, "Hey, we need, if you want to continue, we need to sign this thing. Saying you can't sue us for breaking your shoulder." And he's like, "I'm not doing that." And then he's just removed.
1: I I would hope that they mix in some of these challenge USA people to either 39 or 40, like after listening to Tyson, it doesn't seem like he's going to come back, but he'd be awesome on this. Angelo would be awesome on this. Even crazy ass Sarah would be like fun to see. Yes.
3: Well, that's, what's going to be really good is they're leaving in two weeks to go film the challenge battle of the champions thing. And there are some veteran cast members that are a part of that heading that way until they actually show up in front of TJ who knows what the final cast is, but from the people that got called and accepted it, this battle of champions thing could be really interesting.
1: Well, who's like, who do we think is on it? Is it like people who just won this season or is it people who are like, is, like bananas grandfathered in if he won
3: bananas, is grandfathered in, he signed a contract. So again, until they're in front of TJ, all bets are off, but bananas signed a three show contract. He signed he- for season 38. He signed for Battle of the Champions, and then he signed for a future season that will either be All Stars or a main show.
1: So this is the end of him, really. After this three deal, maybe he does All Stars, I mean, and that's it. You never I mean, know. Anissa's
2: like Anissa's forty-four, and she's still doing the show. If she yeah, can but do it, but really
1: it, it's not like Anissa's printing money outside the show. Bananas is.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I think look, if he ever wants to come on, he could be forty-nine. And sure. West and say it. But, but I feel like
1: off. eventually like you're just like I, I can't take this anymore.
2: I mean mm-hmm. you say that. I think you say, I think you do that and you say that for two or three years and then eventually you're like sitting around at home, you know, watching old seasons again, thinking about how much money you could make to just go on the show and have an agreement with your friends and make the final and stuff. You see the losers they cast for the show. They're like, oh, these people are, are clueless. They don't know what they're doing. I could easily come back on and still win this. Yeah. I think you I think you come back. Lucky, I mean, like West was on the bench for a while and then came back for a couple of seasons in a row, did well on a lot of them. I think that's what happens. This will yeah, sound
3: wait. so cheesy, but it's really love of the game for Bananas and West at this point. That's really what it is. Wes and Bananas did a podcast recently and Wes brought up the point of, you know, they lose money coming on the challenge unless they win. That is how much money they earn outside the show. So it's strictly love of the game. And also, I think in their case, they ain't coming on unless they have a strong suspicion they could win. You know, like that's really what it boils down to. Like we've seen this with Wes before. Battle of the Seasons. Wes shows up episode one, sees who his partners are sees the layout of the game and he's like you know what i'm just gonna take a dive here on this uh elimination and go home
1: i don't think he had much of a choice to take a dive and that's no. easy well, it's, <laughs> yeah
2: i mean that that up, sure up you've got danny melinda and lacey recently divorced not a good recipe for him that's can we get Danny back? Can we get like the Challenge 39,
1: like the mm. worst people? Can that be next season? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I, th- I think – that's it same with this format too. There were a lot of pairs you go back and look at. Like Nehemiah and Melinda would have been a fun on this season, you know. Throw on, just like bringing some of those like Brad and Jody, like some of those pairs of this season. That, that, I, I would have appreciated that, but yeah. they did not go in that direction.
3: I think Danny could potentially be on All-Stars. Yeah. There's rumors of a real-world homecoming Austin – And I think um, the only holdup for real world homecoming Austin at the moment is Johanna. So if Johanna says, yes, that's going to happen. The real world Austin is still the highest rated season of the real world ever. So if they have the ability to bring those people back and put them on Paramount plus, and then that spins out into some all-stars appearances. Yeah. You'll, I, I, I hope and pray because I want Danny Jameson back on my TV.
1: Is Laurel's partner spell his name? J a K K. He does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. Well, that, that that changes everything.
3: <laughs> That's Is why that, I said, yeah. be careful. Like Laurel's not in a great spot here.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, he's six feet. He's a trainer, background, I think. And like I don't see why she'd be that much on the outs this season. Like, she's friends with Banana. She's friends with Nani. Friends with Cori. Is she Jordan. friends with Nani, though? Yeah, I mean, they were...
3: Friendly I mean, on Twitter and actual friends are different.
2: Well, I mean, when, in seasons past, we've seen them work together. I think we could we say that. Like, a World of Worlds 2, they came on and Nani is screaming for Laurel as she's, you know, uh, uh, cross-topping just, Ninja flying down from the. Yeah, from I don't buy that at all.
3: Sorry, Rob. I, well, I just they, don't they, buy they,
2: that. But, I just, when we, they've been on the seasons in the past, they have worked again. We've seen that. We've seen them talk very positively about each other off-screen,
3: off too. Maybe I just think that Nani's current alliance members outweigh her past relationships with Laurel. I mean, she's literally living with Casey. So. And Casey runs the politics for that stuff on the show. So Nani is going to listen to Bananas and listen to Casey. And if Laurel doesn't fit in that picture,
2: I mean, Bananas is friends with her too. Like, so what, what do you think happens? Once like Turbo gets out, she's just the next like target for this thing grouping. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, if you're a female cast member, you you want to snipe Laurel out of this thing as quick as you can. See, I think Laurel will be smart to team up with
1: like JM and Michelle and like the bottom Kayla and Sam, Darrell and Veronica, just like the people who are in with the other people but clearly are not near the top. Like you mentioned, like Nelson would be at the bottom of that alliance. Just pick those guys off and be like, "Hey, we have a five-team core here. Let's try to go to the end." Mm-hmm.
2: You you could try that. I just it just seems like it's been very hard to pull off. Yeah, because past. no one commits to it. Like, what if Laurel teamed up with Turbo? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she could try. The other thing, one thing with Turbo that's interesting is that people say he comes off a lot differently on TV than he is on on site. Like he's doing a lot more political maneuvering than has come across on television. So, and maybe he, they're able to work some Rebel Alliance thing out, and it's like Wes's group from the duel, where they're they're able to sneak a bunch of them into the final. So that that would be the hope. If I I think she could be in a better position than you guys are making it out to be. I don't know that this like same i don't know that it's been quite the same group that's run the past couple of seasons that's running this one i think it could look a little bit different like i don't think it's just going to be whatever casey and fessy says goes
3: yeah, it's not gonna be lot. anything with fessy says it's be what casey says it's goes. what casey says and that's really what this boils down to so who's casey gonna take care of bananas she's take care of Anissa. nani and bananas she's gonna take care of anisa she's gonna take care of fessy and Devin and Tori. Devin and Tori. Mm-hmm. there's your core alliance it's the, i mean that's it
2: how much do we think she'll be like winning stuff this season? Who? Casey. Casey. It doesn't
3: partner. matter. But between all of those
1: five teams, you have most of your wins.
2: yeah It's probably again unless the format of like Turbo and his partner turn out to be really good. Yeah. That, that I that,
3: mean, that. the only thing that could really foul her game up is if they do like a troika type thing where there's three teams making decisions, but. From the trailer psychoanalysis, it appears that the winning team just sits at the head of the table and makes some kind of a decision. So, you know, uh, you just don't know. The format of the game could screw them. It just I mean, but it's the same thing for every team. You know, all it takes is coming in last place on the wrong mission and getting on the short end of the stick of an elimination that plays to all of your weaknesses. I mean, the even the best players really only have about a 28 percent chance of winning
2: I mean that's still pretty high. I mean that's the thing, right? It's just how it's gonna be formatted in terms of who goes in. Because if it's like last place do if it's like a last place goes in, which we haven't had on the main show in a little bit now, uh, and that that really throws a variable in. Where, like anybody could get last on any given day, like Casey, her fun are small. If there's some height space thing they could lose, uh, like Jordan and Issa could easily lose one of these, get last on one of these missions. So, like that, that's where it could upset some of the hierarchy a little bit. Uh, we just well, haven't you're... seen that that much.
1: If Jordan and Anissa lose a challenge, like I actually have a lot of confidence in them to win an elimination. Yeah, it depends on what um, it is. There's just
2: a lot of things that. Yeah, okay, just, yeah,
1: like, you're right. If it's a two hundred meter sprint, I don't think Anissa's <laughs> gonna win. Rob, thanks.
2: Well, I, thanks but I mean, like I it's it's that like um if there's anything where it's like like remember the elimination from last season uh, where they had like. Kels had to like hold up his partner who like didn't know what she was doing, and then they just lost. Like, I don't, I, I or it's a partner. Or I think it's an elimination where it's really dependent on. So what you're saying what is that like just... two of eight eliminations
1: they might not be good at. Thanks for that, just terrific I insight.
2: That. Like I, I think like if, uh, and uh, like it's like a pole wrestle type thing. I mean, Jordan's gonna be in a lot of trouble there. If it's one something like where it's just like I don't know, where like your your weaker link partner. You're dependent on them to do something by themselves, and Anissa just can't do it. Then I, I think they could lose. There's just I, I think I am again not as positive on the prospects this season. As other yeah,
3: and since. the one thing that I have to keep in mind on these things when I'm thinking about odds and fantasy points and crazy things like that is go back to double agents. Unfortunately, um, Corey versus Corey versus Darrell in that elimination. Would anyone in their right mind have picked? heads up Corey, to beat durell one-on-one yeah
2: he's ways more but
3: cory drew the one elimination he could win which was a sprint
1: yeah anyway? I, I, I would tend to agree i mean it does listen you can get caught it's an elimination on the challenge but if, then we might then what's the point of even talking about be like well it's 50 50. well
2: i'm not even not saying say it. i th- i think it's that they're the I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way i think that they're in the lower 50 percent of pairs and, and and i give them in
1: eliminations chance. not a chance mm-hmm
2: that that would be my take
1: they're above every rookie team who's never been in an elimination
2: i don't know that i agree
1: why wouldn't you agree
2: because i well i mean this is all projection so i could be completely wrong but some of these pairs seem like they actually could be pretty competent just from an athletic perspective that's right how
1: often i mean very rarely do we see new people just be really good at eliminations unless they're going against other new people like having the experience of being in the eliminations is a huge factor
2: that's, that's that's a fair point i mean i that's again. That's that's just complete projection for me with some of these pairings. But I, just, to me, they just have such strong, strong weaknesses that are very difficult to overcome in certain situations. That yeah. that, that would leave me to not uh, Anissa not can't clear. run a
1: marathon, and Jordan has one hand. Yeah, which is like a problem twenty percent of the time for him.
2: Yeah. Like Any climbing thing too? I, listen, it, it's like if he's not facing
1: Fessy in a pole wrestle, he, he might beat someone else.
3: Who did he lose to on Total Madness, Rob? You remember were- these yeah, He lost to Fessy. Fessy. Okay.
2: Yeah. It's also just like he's. I feel like they're going to be in eliminations too, cause it's just it's freaking Jordan, and like that's just what he's going to do. Where he tells West and Johnny, "Hey, throw me into elimination on Total Madness. I want to go." And it's freaking Fessy down there, and he gets a pull-up. So like he, that's just who he is, man. Like I
3: yeah. so i i, I mean I he got eliminated Durrell. on all stars three for the same logic hey let me go in against the worst matchup and mark long for this elimination and then he goes home <laughs> are you excited to see Darrell
1: and veronica
2: uh moderately i mean it's been very quiet these past couple of seasons i mean it's interesting to me that he's the one of better and they keep going back to because out of all of them he's the one who just seems like sitting in the back on more than anybody
1: yeah i mean i think you need a few of those people on the cast like he is not the one just looking for attention all the time you need to fill out your like, in order to create one of these casts it needs to be somewhat well-rounded you don't really know what you're getting sure. from annalise and
3: tommy or colleen and kim but you know what you're getting from darrell yeah if you put him in elimination he's gonna go balls to the wall i mean and that's what they're looking for and the other thing too is is he is very nice to everyone in production. Everyone in production loves Darrell. He's very honest. He's very respectful to everybody. So when you act that way towards production, your chances of getting cast again keep going up. So, and he's a veteran and they know what they're getting with him. So it's a great casting perspective. Uh, they yeah. weren't even supposed to be there. If Jordan, if, if niece's partner... And Jordan's partner don't have medical issues. Darrell and Veronica ain't there. That's oh. the. Me- they replaced what would have been Jordan and Naya. Oh, okay. Could they win? What's that? Could they win? No.
2: Well, like, if it's the, the final, it's the two of them. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah,
1: Rob, you're right. If it's uh, Jordan and Anissa... Well, against look at these and pairs. Veronica, Bananas and Nani, but Bananas, like, got paralyzed halfway leg. through, sure.
2: <laughs> I think they could just be banana- Bananas and Nani straight up. Like, I'm, I'm not confident in Nani's ability to run a final. I mean, I, but you look at these pairs, and, like, there's none that are standouts. This is not like Rivals 3, where it's, like, Johnny and Sarah and everybody else is trash. Or even World of Worlds 1, I felt like we had 10 or 11 amazing pairs. Like, I don't think that any of these pairs... Like, if you put any of these pairs in, like, any other, like, male-female season, it feels like none of them would be, like, that great. Like, they would be worse than most of the best pairs in X's 2, worse than most bears, best pairs in World of Worlds 1, even worse than most, like, best double-Asians pairs. There's just no one to me, again, unless, like, one of these rookies just paired with a vet is really good. There's just no one that sticks out to me is that good. Yeah, but, and
3: that's why Tori and Devin are the easy chalk yeah. picks to win the season yeah. because all Devin has to do is run on the treadmill every day and they're fine for a final. Like, Tori's got physical. She's decent at puzzles. Devin's amazing at puzzles. So as long as Devin gets his cardio in shape and they make the final, it's really hard to pick against him. I mean, Nani ran a final with Leroy and still came in last place. Like Leroy and bananas, I know is a little different, but I just. Bananas is going to really have to get her to a point with her cardio to really make a difference to win this final. Yeah. So, are they the prohibitive second favorite? Probably, but yeah. if they're going head to head with Tori and Devin, I'm picking Tori and Devin every time.
1: Well, the way to look at it is Devin. Weirdly enough, in that pairing, cardio wise, Devin needs to be better than Anissa, Nani, and Veronica. Yeah. What we've done. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, well, like, he doesn't need we... to be better than bananas or Daryl no or Jordan. No. Because Tori- You're yeah.
3: only as strong as your weakest link, and yeah. that's that's the thing. Like they are probably the most balanced team on the show this season. And so it. if you're picking anyone other than Bananas and Nani or Tori and Devin, I would love to hear your logic because it just – that's how it's going to play out.
1: If, well, Jay, I mean, if Jay and Michelle could get there, I feel like they'd be really good at a final. Yeah. just no they chance are They are so there. screwed.
3: It's
2: they just that they are not so screwed, And also small is the other thing.
1: By the way, Michelle, super babe. Just throwing that out there. I like Michelle a lot happy she's on her this is a season for me kayla I mean, a michelle final, final type thing. amber b it's, it's pretty good
2: yeah i think uh, that's another pairing too i think could actually be pretty good we'll see what where amber b stands in the big brother alliance which is a storyline every second not in show. it is the P- answer people don't like her yeah, yeah they really don't they have the other cast members for whatever reason but like if her partners i mean this is a bit of a different mix of people maybe it's just a blend of people she gets along better with probably not uh, I think but, people just have visceral reactions to her. Like, they just don't like her. Yeah, and it doesn't come across. It's not like. Maybe there's just stuff happening we don't see. But it doesn't come across on TV. She does anything that, well, that deserves can, that much animus.
1: You can really edit it to make it look like anything you want. Like, I'm sure. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm sure Kara wasn't, like, the world's most awful person on World of the Worlds, too. But that was the
2: edit she got. See, I think it's crazy watching that season back, and there's some confessionals where very clearly they like took a different confessional and put it into what she was saying, like make her sound worse for whatever reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: She really pissed off a lot of people that season in production, like just majorly pissed them off.
1: See, it's funny because although Polly seems like an absolute moron, he seems like he'd be easy to work with. Like he'd be really gung-ho to like do what production said
2: oh he's he's happy like if you want if this will make me on tv or i'm all about it. Yeah. Whatever, yeah whatever i need to do to like produce a product i'm all about that
3: and the other thing too is people forget Polly is a challenge super fan like grew up loving and watching the show and it's like his dream to win the show like he legitimately wants to win not just for the money like he wants to put his name on the challenge trophy as a winner and that's another reason why i'm like please bring him back like it we've talked about this before on our show. If you're going to get cast on the show, you have to fall into one of three buckets. Otherwise, you're a waste of time to be cast. Number one, you have to have a legit chance to win. Like you have to be a good enough competitor that you have a legitimate shot to win. Number two, you either have to have like a dynamic personality that makes people want to watch you on television. There is a, a, a beauty factor, a personality factor And then the third reason you cast somebody is if they're someone who's going to cause fights and tension and create television moments. If you don't fit into one of those three buckets, you don't belong on this show, period.
2: I think it's like probably, I think checks all three of those boxes. Pretty Exactly.
3: That's why you cast him.
2: It's (laughs) just, I'm really interested to see, that's one of the things from the show I'm more, more curious about. Like, what actually happened that caused his downfall from the show? Is it just Cara didn't want to have issues with production, and so then they didn't go on anymore? Because all the rumors are just that there was some nexus of veteran cast members that held a lot of weight that just did not want to be on the show.
1: I mean, Pons that said. can happen. But that happened to CT for years, that the cast didn't want him on, and he wasn't on.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that, that that's very much on the table. So I... It is it, disappointing to me. And I think if they're kind of a lesson, like, because after World of Worlds, everyone was like, oh, I don't want Polly and Carr again. I hate them. They can't be back on TV because everyone just watches the show and just takes everything the show says so 100% honest. Well, he and Carr uh, were
3: supposed to be on Total Madness. Like, they were there. They were supposed to go. They were getting ready to leave. And then Polly uh, enjoyed some substances and went on social media and started threatening bananas and a couple other senior members of the cast on a social media is- post. I don't think he was being serious but it gave them enough ammunition to tell production he can't come like that's not happening
2: for me it's just also like you need villains on tv right i you agree can't have everybody just be like a, an angel character and well, it's just well this is the problem
1: the with the show you mentioned the twitter stuff earlier and i think that you rank and i talked about this last time when we were doing all stars three rob and trace i want to get you to weigh in on it like Yeah. D was an idiot on Instagram. Good. People can hate her if she's on. Yeah. Aren't these supposed to be like, I love watching shows like, do you watch Bravo at all? All these people are horrible.
3: (laughs) Yeah, And I think that this is just a change in culture now. And it's not just in the challenge, but just in the world now, like people go on social media and want to find a reason to get offended and to get some play and retweets. And the reality is, is if you create a show where there is no villain, especially in reality TV, by the way, you really need a villain like you need somebody for you need to give reason for rooting for a character like if you if you're a production and you want Nani to win a challenge or lose a challenge at the last second, you want to create a villain that she's going head to head with. Because it makes the audience invested in Nani winning. Because you don't want this person to win. And if Nani doesn't win and the villain does, then that creates interest. It drives the story. It gives them something to build around. If you go back and look at Spies, Lies, and Allies, it's a villainless show. It's a vacation club alliance that is running the thing. There's no contention. There's nothing. It just... Puddles through the season and nothing happens. Nothing, literally. Nothing.
2: I think is is like somebody can be a villain on TV and not be like an actual trash person in real
3: life. Yeah, like, like exactly.
2: Yeah, like you can have somebody be on and be antagonistic and say quote unquote mean things in their confessionals and drive storylines, but they don't have to actually like be awful in real life. Like I. I don't know Polly personally, but like, I mean, I just was just saying like, it feels like with the way they moved casting of the show, they're all casting from this one bucket of group Alliance. And then they're all like the heroes of the show and like having some rookie who's going to be out in three episodes is not a compelling thing. On
3: yeah. And we've talked about this too. Like look at the character arc of CT on the show. Like look of him as a character and not the person CT. He started out as the mangy rough hot guy coming from Paris And then he's on the Inferno. He just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's just sitting there going, yeah, I want to vote you because I think you suck. And then you get to the villain CT where he's beating up Adam. He's punching Davis, like just one of the most hated people on the show for a while from a villain standpoint. And then he comes to rivals and he's more of a tweener. He's trying to go through his redemption arc and his own partner saying, I'm waiting for the real CT to come out. And then it starts the redemption arc. And now he's been on his retirement tour. Like that is one of the great things about the challenges. You get to follow these people and see the evolution of their on-screen character as they go through the show. It makes the show interesting. Guess what? We've not really seen a character arc out of anyone Nelson. since Nelson and Polly. Yeah. That's it.
1: And like all of the people that you just talked about, be it all the biggest stars of the show. Like I said, be it CT, bananas, West, whoever it is, if their seasons had run in now time, they would never be allowed back on the show again.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, like, we, bananas I mean,
1: just, after yeah. the island would be like in jail essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They Buy they it on our,
3: on our on our by the way. Our tribute um, to the island.
1: <laughs> that was is is such too. a bad season.
3: So bad. never forget not, the island. Never not, forget.
1: Uh, I, I do have a question though. Did, Nan- did nani get her teeth done again because they look a lot better oh did she i don't, I don't even i
3: don't even she's got what them, i sure. call the chicklets now
1: no but she had them like kyle had yeah it yeah. seemed like mm-hmm. they both got them like they went back and got like smaller versions and they look way more normal
3: they Interesting. do okay i've
2: not looked i'll look for that next time it's on i feel like after the british people came on the show they just they had a really good veneers guy and they've been ch- like showing everybody else to now uh somewhere in london somewhere
1: I worked with uh, someone who, like she, she, she worked. I worked with her. She got a job at a much bigger company on air hosting, and they like made her get veneers. They made her get veneers. Or so they were like, if "I believe you want it." The job, this is available
3: to you. I believe it. I mean, it used to be a prerequisite to get cast on the challenge again after your first season. You take your money and we get a boob job. So.
1: I noticed uh, that with Tori. I never realized Tori got a boob job. Uh, that, that's one of the things that I noticed from that documentary. It's like, hey, there's Tori on Dirty 30. They're a little bigger now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I remember sure. Casey did it. Casey,
1: uh,
2: Wes and Casey, Casey, right? Yeah, Casey, yeah, Casey Cooper, Cooper. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. She came third on Fresh Meat.
3: Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. And
1: then I mean, Warner she was, was proudly
3: meat meat. bragged about the fact on the first episode of Gauntlet 3 that she took her uh, Fresh Meat money and got boobs. So, I mean.
2: Was she talked about on the reunion where one was named West, one was named Dorella.
3: That's right. <laughs> I miss those days of the show where it was lighthearted and fun like that.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I've brought this up to you guys a bunch of times. That I, that's, I think that's what I miss about the show and why I've really enjoyed All Stars so much is that mm-hmm. they seem like they're having fun.
2: Well, it just also gives them a more rounded personality for each cast member, right? If you see them like not, I mean, to me, honestly, I think as much as there's issues with the format, as much as issues with the cast, as much as issues with production generally i think that maybe the big issue for me is just how to like edit the what they choose to air of the show and how they edit it together like it feels like we spend like 12 minutes of the show like watching people stare at ipads before they vote people into elimination or like in just like little interstitial cuts of like them like walking to and from things i don't care about that. i don't need to have the show built to me like it's mission impossible like I, I would just so much rather have that time spent on uh, spending time with actual cast members, and like the fact they don't do like I should have shown show anymore, like just we're missing those types of things. It's- well,
1: yeah, it, the, the the shit they should have shown show is hey, here. Cancel our entire cast,
3: please. Yeah, it, especially well, it these have days. to be, I mean, yeah, but it just, would be. You
2: care <laughs> the things that are not going to actually get people like you know.
1: Yeah, but that's the, not fun.
3: Society. That's not fun at all.
1: They yeah. have, they have I, I, I actively watch reality TV to see horrible people act like idiots. Like that's what I'm
0: doing. <laughs> that's
2: why I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's, sure. um, I mean, they do have the should have shown now uh, should have shown chat. Oh my gosh. The shit they should have shown show now. It's just not actually clips. It's just, it's not fun about things that happen on the season that are not going to be aired, which is unfathomable.
3: Yeah. And last thing here about casting too, like we I've coined a term, I call them smackters. That is what we've gotten with a lot of these rookies is they are social media actors. They come on the challenge because they've got an agent. They've got someone working the phones for them. They've never seen the show. They don't care. And they come on so that they can get more followers and make more money off the show. And you know what? More power to you. But it's detrimental to the success of the show. So why you would keep going that casting way blows my mind because they used to put so much care. I I know that the demise of real world and road rules really hurt them because you spent several months learning about these people to where you wanted them to come back and compete on the challenge but they also just don't cast reality shows the way they used to cast these shows anymore. When they would do a season of the real world, they would tour. I actually interviewed and was uh, interviewed around the time of like fresh meat one, whatever, when I was at Florida state. And they used to go to these college campuses and do these open casting calls and they'd be there for like three days and they would interview like 12, 1500 people And then maybe one of those people would make it to the next round. And they would do that at like 30 college campuses. They would go hardcore trying to really find diamonds in the rough that were still regular people. Well, now they just don't cast reality TV that way anymore. They definitely don't cast this show that way. You have to have a following from another reality show, which who knows how you got on that show or you have an agent and you're an influencer on Instagram and you get cast or you're a veteran. So the long-term health of the show, they need new rookies. They really do. But can they find a happy medium between the social media actors and the way they used to cast that would take them six months to find six people for the real world? Is that possible in today's day and age?
1: No, because there's too many reality shows now. Yeah. Instead well, I mean, I think
2: a lot of the I think a lot of the USA people are pretty dynamic that they could bring on. Um, yeah, but they rookie. also
1: scoured like four other shows, and the very best of those people to be like, "Hey, do you want to come on this show?" Like that's easy scouting to do. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're yeah, not, I know not, but I,
2: I don't see why they couldn't bring on like Kylan and Xavier from Big Brother and bring them on as rookies. So I think it would make be much better cast members. Than a lot of people they brought on. I,
1: I think there's a lot of people who do Survivor that don't want to do the challenge.
2: Oh, oh, for sure. And so Survivor actually, it's funny, because Survivor went through this issue a couple years back now, it was a while ago, where they were just bringing on these like model connection type actors and the show was having all these issues because nobody knew how to like play the game, basically. And they switched and now they cast a bunch of people who actually like, auditioned for the show and our fans come from a wide range of backgrounds. And I've, everyone agrees I've that the cast has been way better for the past mm-hmm. couple of seasons of Survivor compared to but, what it was before. So yeah, but this Survivor's, Survivor's, gone through
3: th- Survivor's gone through the same problem the challenge has. It's just Survivor figured out a better way to do it. You know, when Survivor first started, no one knew how to play Survivor. So you just got regular ass people playing Survivor. And then as fans of the show started watching and getting cast, it got a little more cutthroat. And then they veered off to the the model phase and the show wasn't very good. And now they've come back around to where, hey, let's just cast interesting people and let's just manipulate the game in a way that forces them to play harder. And it's working like, Seasons 40 through now have been largely really good because they got away from the model casting and they went away from like, oh, we've got to do brains versus beauty versus bronze or millennials versus Gen X. Like, no, just throw some regular ass people that have a cool story and then design an interesting game that forces them to play hard.
1: Can we get millennials versus Gen X versus Gen Z and we can have Rob on the show as a Gen Z? (laughs) I I don't think we got
2: enough rice. I, I yeah i, I think that would be okay on oh, yeah. survivor of the challenge survivor survivor
1: you just been yeah, complaining it. the entire time oh Sorry. no i i am
2: i am very good in a crisis situation
1: oh
3: yeah
1: i'm sure you are rob
2: yeah I, I keep a very level head
3: <laughs> oh i know we're getting off the rails but the one thing that I wish Survivor would do is the all-nonsense season. Just bring on every hothead nutcase and throw them all on an island and watch it explode. Like, who was the,
1: who, who the guy who was essentially like a fake professional wrestler? Johnny Fairplay? Was that the guy? Johnny
3: Fairplay? Yeah,
2: from Pearl Islands. Well, they had yeah. an actual professional wrestler on a couple
3: of He years became a professional wrestler later. He did Hulk Hogan's Championship Celebrity Wrestling or something.
2: Well, did they also get like his jaw broken by danny
3: Bonaducci at like some event yeah he did he did a show with danny Bonaducci. you're you're yeah, not it didn't end well no that was um, yeah <laughs> but you get your johnny fair place, bring in philip from stealth r us bring in coach bring in uh russell hands again like just throw all these nonsense crazy people on an island and watch them destroy each other because it, is- it would be some of the most entertaining reality television ever
2: It is funny how much of a better job they seem to have done with casting rookies at least compared to the challenge when the challenge cast people logically have already been on reality shows. So you would figure they could scout them from the show and see what they did. And then they could bring on like actual good cast members who know what they're doing versus just random people.
1: I think this has a lot to do with why the challenge USA exists to get it onto CBS because survivor is just such a bigger show than the challenge. Like the pool, of people who know what that show is that would want to be on it is just it's a vast pool where with the challenge it's not that big like the challenge is okay like yeah like on cable in the 18 to 49 demo some of the time it does really well that's great and everything i'm sure they love that but like in the overall scope of how many people watch the challenge versus amazing race or survivor or whatever it is like how many more viewers did Challenge USA get than any other season of The Challenge? Oh,
2: significantly. Like it was, it's funny too, because like like I have pe- people know like my relationship to the show, and they're like, oh, the like the challenge on CBS, but it was on MTV. It's like no, it's on CBS. I It's on C- MTV usually. It's on CBS now, and like people actually like were aware of it and stuff. And you think about it, like if you just mention the show as offhand to somebody, you I would expect more people I talk to to know what Survivor or Amazing Grace is. Most people I would talk to would not know challenges so that, that is a pretty significant distinction
1: rob can yeah. you rank the babes top three babes on this
2: season um i don't, know, I don't have names in front of, i don't have pictures let's see i i do, do very much enjoy michelle so I, I i'm a big michelle fan so I, i'm very happy she's back on
1: this so season. i am gonna go kayla amber b michelle top three Tori right after that <laughs> I, I don't know any of the new
2: people uh, michelle i michelle and Tori. I, I i've always been kind of i've always it's funny because i feel like Tori kind of like her moment in the sun as like the darling of the show on World of the Worlds 2 where everyone loved Tori, everyone was all about Tori. Yeah, but she's a big and fan after of that. Phony. She, She's just a phony. I don't know that, like, I agree with that necessarily. I think that, like, my thing is, like, I feel like if you are an authentic person now, and I've, I've, I don't, I've, never met the, I've never met her, I don't know, I don't know what her actual thing is. But if you're actually somebody who is authentic and you are, but you are a unique personality as well, like, Pat, how many people think Tim is putting on an act? Oh, a ton. But, well, yeah, because that exactly, <laughs> right? Because it's like if somebody's that crazy or is that out there, appears to be doing things, appears to be doing things for attention that much, it must not it must not actually be real. So for her, I've mean, I've never met her, but I think a lot of the what comes off as attention seeking it may just be who she actually is and that's just how it appears in TV. she I totally mean,
3: reminds me of someone i went to college with like i would never date them but they were really fun to go to the bar and drink beer with because you never knew what they were going to do she just seems overly produced at this point yeah i mean now I'm,
2: she's certainly become like they, they're she, again she hosted the podcast she's yeah. very much a future sure, but like, i mean they- she
3: and anisa this is their job like, literally. Like, if you go to Anissa's LinkedIn page, her job says Buna Murray contractor. But that like, is what her work history is.
1: Anissa is produced, too. Maybe it's just Tori's a terrible actress, and, like, Anissa's better at it.
3: Yeah. It's like Devin super-produced,
1: but, like, Devin can get a... Like, bananas is super-produced.
2: Well, that's the thing, right? It's, like, how many people are... At, like, I, I always talk about this as, like, the Hunter to West scale on the show, where Hunter, I think, is not produced at all. Actually, Hunter is just who he is and is just a very emotional, emotionally driven person. Whereas Wes will even openly talk about how he'll like, not that he's faking it, but that he'll exaggerate certain things. You know, he has a feud with Johnny because it's fun for him. Like stuff like that, where it's not actually really, he's doing stuff for TV. And I don't mind when people do that. You just have to do it correctly.
1: That's I think that's the issue that I have with Tori. It's just every time that she tries to do it, it's like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Like, there's no mystery to it whatsoever.
3: Yeah. Well, a lot of it, you have to think of it the, in a pro wrestling analogy of all things. The best professional wrestling characters are the real person with the volume turned up to 11. Except for and the Undertaker. Except for the Undertaker. That's not his real personality. <laughs> uh, but it's the same way with Johnny Bananas. You know what? Johnny Bananas is a loud dick. And in real life, that number is probably like a four. And on the challenge, he just dials that up to 11. You know, Wes in real life is a scheming, manipulative business guy who's really smart. But because he's trying to make money in his business, he probably dials that to about a five. But on the show, he's going to turn that up and down at his leisure, depending on the situation he's in. And those make the best reality TV characters. It's like, that is really who they are. But when the camera light goes on, they turn that up to 11.
1: Let's make our picks. Top three. I'm going to go Devin, Tori, Bananas, Nani, and Casey and Kenny. I,
2: I, I feel like we're all going to have the same number one here, which is, you know, I like some differentiation, but that's what I actually think. So I, I would also go Tori and Devin number one. I just think. They're the most balanced team. I just, if, when they get to the final, I actually think Devin's probably better at puzzles than basically anybody else on his cast. And then he just has to outrun Anisa and Nani and Veronica and whoever else happens to be there. So I think he can very much do that. So they would be my kind of clear number one. Uh, number two. I, I think mean, Bananas and You just and said
1: three teams, Rob. You said they have to beat these two teams. So those are picks two and
2: three. No, I was just saying he just – I said more than a two. I said Anissa, Veronica, and no, – It doesn't
1: need to take 20 minutes. minutes. It just asks you to pick three teams. Okay, fine, fine. I, I,
2: I was trying to add some extra content.
1: I'll just say a It's not teams, extra I'll content. Take... We we know what you're thinking. Pat
3: and I have kids we have to get to, man. Let's roll it. I
1: apologize. <laughs> uh, I, I hear this all the time. I I, I I When I listen to your guys' show, I can hear Devin rapping, and then Rob just starts talking for like 10 straight minutes. And you he can uh, hear it in Devin's voice. He's like, are you serious?
2: I apologize. I'll take Do 20 Did not Devin... see that? I'll take Tori and Devin one. I'll take Fessy and his partner two. And I will take uh I'll take Laurel and her partner three. Okay. We'll go a bit off the board.
3: All right. Tori and Devin, number one with a bullet, bananas and Nani, number two, and Jordan and Anissa are gonna come in third. And the reason why is they're gonna make the final. And the two of them, there will probably be some stupid elimination purge thing they do. And I trust Anissa and Jordan in a short-term elimination than I would a long-term final. So there's your top three.
1: I hope they. The two things I want from the season is last place goes directly in, like they've had on All Stars and Challenge USA. That's don't mess with that. That's good. That that mm-hmm. is top-notch stuff. That creates real drama in the house that you can't force any other way. Yep. Two, I like the individual. I like the individual bank accounts, and I like that if you make the final and finish, you get to keep that money.
2: I agree. I agree. It gives you some incentive to try and missions, which yeah. I think is a big problem where some people send double agents for people. Why, why do I care? Like it's going to harm me if I win this mission, basically. So I might as well just sit back. So I, I think that is a good idea.
3: Yeah. And the thing that I want to see is just real conflict, whether it's you know turned up to 11 or whatever, or whether it's natural, but they actually have some people on the show that have some real personal issues. You've got, we're going to probably see Jordan and Tori try to resolve or be contentious. Turbo and Jordan, if they're on screen at the same time, that ought to be really interesting. Um, bananas is not quite the pot stir he used to be, but he tends to stir the pot so other people fight while he sits back and watches. So, I just want to be entertained. You know, I love the show, I love the franchise. Just entertain me,
2: yeah. I do think the show did really miss not having him or Wes the past couple of seasons. I just feel like you just need. That yeah, that, that, that's a problem with the show. show
1: at that point like if the, one of those guys who are 40 something are not going to be on the show like your show has real problems
2: they need to, they need to like have the two of them like teach like a master class for some of these other like mid-tier vets to show them how to like you know do not not to show them how to like make content themselves but show them how to like encourage other cast members to do stuff for tv
1: grace armstrong rob mcintyre two-thirds of the challenge chronicles you can listen to the recaps every single week up on the challenge chronicles podcast feed they also have a patreon for bonus episodes highly recommend that you do that and join the fantasy league the link is down in the description i'll just make mine the same as theirs and hey it's a lot less work for me so let's do that anyway i'm pat mayo thank you all for watching
0: i'll see you next